Welcome to the We Hack Purple podcast, where each episode we meet a new amazing human being. I am your host, Tanya Jenka, and with me today is Olivia Rose. Hi, Olivia. Hi, everyone. I'm really excited to be here. Thank you. Would you mind telling um, our audience a little bit about yourself? Well, I have, uh, I'm a longtime security person, uh, pretty, uh, pretty old dog when it comes to security. I've been in the field for about 21 years. Most of that has been in security consulting. Uh, last four, I have been an internal CISO. Uh, and now I am bridging out and going back into consulting with my own company as a virtual CISO. So lots of different changes and options in my career. That is excellent. Olivia and I met through the Forte Group, which is an American nonprofit founded by Chun Si Wang and a bunch of other ridiculously amazing ladies. And it's basically a community for women who are founders, who are CEOs, who are CISOs, uh, who work in the security field so that basically we can teach each other how to be even more awesome. Our, that's what that's what I would say our mission is. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, a lot of them are a lot smarter than I am. <laughs> we have some privacy uh, as well in there. Actually, that's true. We do have quite a few people that specialize in privacy, anti-harassment, cyber marketing, like just every topic that mm-hmm. surrounds the idea of a person's security. But I wasn't supposed to talk about Forte. I was supposed to talk about you. And <laughs> I actually... So a thing that you and I were talking about a bit before we started recording that I think the audience might be super interested in is how do we make leadership care about what we're doing? Mm. Well, you know this. It doesn't compute. So take Star Wars. You got R2-D2 or who was it? I am not a techie. I am so sorry. Who's the the figure just does not compute in Star Wars? Is that CP3, CP3 hours? So I've never seen Star Wars. I know people right now are like, that's it. I'm unfollowing Tanya. I'm going to block her account. I've seen the first five minutes numerous times, but I haven't seen the whole thing before. When I was a baby, I saw some of them, apparently. I think you just lost your techie card. (laughs) (laughs) I know all the Star Trek, though, so I've earned it back. Well, I like Star Trek. Dedication. (laughs) I like Star Trek better. And Phil Venables from Google Cloud likes Star Trek better than Star Wars as well. So we are in good company. Anyway, that aside. Anyway. um, So the whole point is when you are focused on doing tech technical things every day, like coding and programming and uh, developing and all these good things where you're all about code. If when you step into an elevator with a leader who is not a technical leader, which is most of the company most of the time, or somebody from the board of directors, they add, they say, you know, to be polite, what have you been working on? And then you, of course, get all excited about this new piece of code. You know, whoa, 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 whoa. we just said, you know, we just you know, merged it. It was very exciting. And they look at you like, I cannot wait to get off this elevator. This person is like draining me right now. That's how they're looking at you. And so a lot of times when even security leaders go into the boardroom and they're talking about how, you know, all their metrics, like uh, uh, patch times have been reduced. And, uh, you know, this is cause for great excitement, right? 
or uh, 100% of, of non-emergency non merges are now approved before we push it into production. This is exciting. This is great news, right? Mean time to respond it is reduced. Very exciting. The board looks at you like, what are you talking about? Talk like some sense, right? Maybe you have one person who's like, hey, that's great. That's awesome. That's how I keep it. But, you know, they're like, but the rest of the board's like, okay. So how do you make it compute, right? How do you make what you're doing? Because what you're doing on a daily basis how do you translate that into what they get, what they understand? And that's where the big divide is. So uh, my framework that I work with quite a bit uh, is how to do that translation piece. And it's what a lot of people struggle with. And so the way to think about it is there are six common factors. I just put my fingers up like, like this four. Six. <laughs> yeah, if you're watching this, uh, if you're just listening to this, I just put up four fingers and I'm very <laughs> There are six. Um, <laughs> who cares about details, right? Uh, there are six common factors that all leadership thinks about that globally, it's what they care about. Six things. And they are. I'm going to say these kind of slowly so you can write them down. The first is gain revenue, making money, right? Companies want to make money. End of story. Two, they want to save money. So they want to lower operating expenses. That's the second one. The third one, they want to improve internal efficiencies and operations. The fourth one is they want to, this is kind of a catch-all bucket, uh, reduce risk. So we need to understand better as tech people that there is other things, there are other things outside of security risk for a company. There's a lot of other things like brand, financial, you know, reputation, well, that's brand. There's a lot of other risks out there that you need to consider. The fourth one is scaling globally want to grow and take over the universe. And the last one, the sixth one that they care about is increasing customer satisfaction. So they come back and they buy more. So if you look at all company drivers, you can pretty much put every single one of them into one of those six buckets. So this is exactly, those six, this is exactly how you need to roll up what you're doing into one of those buckets. Mm. And it's very, it's challenging to do. Um, for example, so um, sometimes it means getting into a room and literally arguing between should go in this one or this one. Yeah. Right? So I can give you an example. You tell me. So going back to the, you know, at a company I was at, once, long time ago, uh, not really long time ago, uh, we were having a little issue with our programmers just merging code without getting manager approval. And so we had to put in a process where you can't do that 
unless it's an emergency change. And then you need to go back and get manager approval, right? Mm. You, can't, you can't just really put stuff into production, you know, just because. I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we want. So the first step there is to develop the process. All right, now on, we are not going to allow these to happen. Uh, this is the process, blah, blah, blah. So, of course, security meets with engineering and these people and those people, and everybody gets together and puts together this document. So you come out with this process. Now, out of those six factors, gain revenue, lower costs, improve operations, reduce risk, scale smoothly, you know, grow, and then increase customer satisfaction, at the end of the day, the impact of developing this process is going to improve internal operations. Okay. Okay. So this is at a very, very high level. Next time you're on an elevator and the CEO gets on, it's like, so, Tanya, what have you been working on? And like, you know, the CEO is looking at you like, oh, my God, I can't wait for my floor. I know this is going to be boring as hell. She's going to start talking some random like coding stuff, which I'm going to have no idea what she's talking about. So next time that happens, you can say, well, we have put in some things that are actually going to end up leading to improving our internal operations. Yeah. We're going to push security left so that we can save money and have a more effective process for releasing software. And we'll have significantly fewer security incidents because of this improvement in process. And they'll be exactly. You don't even need to go that far. If they come back and they ask, then you go into that because then they're interested. But see, it turns it into a positive. And then they want to ask. And then they, you go in with what you're saying. Instead of talking about, well, you know, everybody had was like merging code and you know, blah, 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 without approvals. Because then they're gonna be like, so what? <laughs> Big deal. So <laughs> that's kind of it at a at a high level. Uh, if you stick to these six factors, if you can take what you're doing and at the end of the day, meaning not right away, not the immediate benefit, because that's sometimes different. The long-term, two to three years down the road, what is the benefit it's going to bring for one of these six? And it will fit into one of those six. And that is how you present it to the board. And in fact, you can, I did this at my last company, use different colors, one for each six. And on my roadmap, I actually put in colors that was really pretty. But they looked at it and went, oh, Oh, okay. So I see a lot of reduced risk needed. And then over time, over each quarter, the number of reduced risks went down because they should, because our maturity is improving. And you started to see more in the other five. Oh, that's awesome. I find technical people, we often have trouble um, basically reporting why what we're doing is awesome. So I talk a lot about metrics and about how to report up so they understand what you're doing and if it is or is not working. Because sometimes what you want to show is that it's not working the way we've been doing it. And so we need to change these processes so we can do a better job. Mm -hmm. And yeah, this is a topic that's actually pretty, 
hot within AppSec. Like a lot of companies, um, I saw a whole bunch this year where they came out with all your tools can feed into this dashboard and then you can finally see what's going on instead of looking through like 10 different tools dashboards and try and be like, okay, so this one says we're like pretty good. This one says we kind of suck. This one says we're in the middle and you're trying to smash that into like a report to show your boss. And uh, it's not the most fun part of the job, let me tell you. <laughs> Absolutely. Metrics are not. Uh, does anybody enjoy metrics? <laughs> well, when you have it all automated, it's fun. But when you have to manually do stuff, I have to say, oh, <laughs> it's a technical term. <laughs> um, so you, you specialize in governance, risk, and compliance, or GRC, right? And we were talking briefly about how with software, sometimes there's no G, R, or C. Let's say we're working with a client who, who just has all their software developers doing whatever they want. Everyone's doing their own system development lifecycle. The code's all over the place. They all use different languages and frameworks. What could we start with to try to tame those wild cats? Well, uh, you have to start with understanding the unique psyche of the developer. <laughs> and that is, if you take something that they like to play with away, they're not going to like you very much and they're not going to follow your rules. Okay. Then you become that security person who just says no all the time. And then what happens when you say no all the time? They do it anyway, but they do it behind your back and they're programmers so they can make sure you don't see. Exactly. And that, that is the worst case scenario because you're right. How would we even see it? Um, so you have to do it very carefully. You have to understand that the goal of the company, and let's be completely honest here, the goal of the company is to make money. They're not going to make money with security, okay? Unless you are a security products company. And this is where some security people get it all twisted. They get their ego, they get egotistical and they're like, we are so important to the company. No, you're not. You are a pain in the neck for the company. They have mm -hmm. to pretend to like you because they have to have you and they kind of understand why they need to have you, but that's not a tangible, re a, a breach is not a tangible thing to them, right? You know, what's tangible to them are new features coming out for their products. That's tangible. A new platform, right? That's tangible. So where security needs to understand, what security needs to understand here is that we support the business. And I know a lot, I'm going to make a lot of friends here. And we, we are there to support development of product and features. We are not there to say no. If you say no, they're going to go right around you. So the most important thing is that that's why I say you've got to understand the psyche of what you're working with, because you will go far astray if you don't. And you have to be friendly. My, what I would do in your situation that you described would be to go in and make friends, make them see that I am not this combative security person who's going to take, take their favorite toy away from them. What I would do is then talk about the concept of the guardrails where it, you know what? I am total, I can sleep at night 
if we kind of meet 70% of this, right? Yes. Now, these, these changes over here, I'll just pretend not to have seen them, <laughs> right? They just look good to me, right? Like, la, 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 put my, my fingers in my ears, la, 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 la. Um, but these 30%, oh, I mean, you know what? Do your friend, do your friend a favor over here. Just, you know, let me or a member of my team know. And at the beginning, and we will figure out a way so you don't get stopped along the way or you can say whatever you want. Just bring us in. We just want to, we just want to be invited to the party. That's all we care about, an invitation, right? Invite us in. We're, we're fun people. The the ones in the middle there, you know, the actions, that's where you, you negotiate and you say, okay, if we do things, but we don't get to this point, then we're okay. I say, all right, that's yeah, that's fine. Um, and that's what you need to come up with at the end of the day is the guardrails. Just follow, just do whatever you want to stay in the guardrails. Because I know, I know y'all are way more important to the business than I am. So I'm going to let you do your thing. Right? This, this 30%, don't even bring us in. I don't even want to know about it. It doesn't matter to me. Marketing may care if you change the verbiage on a web page. I don't care personally in security. So you may want to let marketing know, but otherwise I don't care. But this 30% invite us to the party because this is what we really care about. But the rest of it, do whatever you want as long as you stay in these guardrails. So a long answer to your question is that's where I would start is understand if that's what's going on, all these different environments and tools and people and doing whatever they want and styles, code, you know, I'm not going to change that. Nobody's going to be able to change that. So, but you got to play along with them. Mm -hmm. I feel, I feel like you're saying we need a lot of collaboration, yeah. some negotiation, and then some compromise where we can meet in a place where we're both comfortable with. So it's not going to be all the way on the security side where everyone has to do triple factor authentication four times a day, but we're also not going to be just wild cats roaming, doing whatever we want. We're going to try to herd the cats. So they're sort of kind of going the same way. Yes. Yeah. We're going to move in that direction. And, and maybe one day in like 20 years, you'll see that your old friend, Olivia, I'll have retired by then. But maybe, maybe you will raise a glass to me and maybe you will say she was right. <laughs> so, let's just try to get this as much as we can in a good I love way. It. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it, Olivia. I so before we run out of time, I actually wanna I wanna ask two things. So one, I want you to tell us about your mentoring program. And then two, I want you to tell us about how people can learn more about you and maybe perhaps, I don't know, a small business you might've started. Oh, I don't know about, yeah, <laughs> this small thing I've been doing. So the, <laughs> the more exciting thing, uh, I'm launching both of these at the same time, which has been, uh, you know, I've, I've gone a little bananas. Yeah, a little bananas. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, so the first thing is, Cyversity, that's C-Y-V-E-R-S-I-T-Y dot O-R-G. It's an a, a amazing organization that 
supports women and underrepresented minorities in cybersecurity. So it's a great organization to be part of, but I'm on the board and my baby is the mentorship program. Um, this is the second session coming up. Last session, we had 300 people. I'm expecting well over a thousand people in this next session, just because word of mouth and so forth. Um, so in a nutshell, what we do is we not only give mentors in the shape of senior leaders to these, I call them kids, because most of them are kids, uh, to these kids, but we also give the other things as well. I mean, you have to network, right, to, to get a job. So um, I set up four featured CISO chats. So big time CISOs come in in a very casual a series of four sessions and you know we do q a and amas and that's how i found out phil venables like star trek over star wars was from the last session when he was one of the uh the CISOs. um then uh also have uh bob henderson who was like a, a grandpa kind of type it's kind of a safe space you can ask him anything any kind of dumb question so every friday he's on for half an hour just for a coffee chat uh, Jason Rebolts, who's great at breaking down complicating, complicated security concepts for, for people to understand, he's going to come on two or three times. We also have career chats. We have what I do chats. Uh, we have so people understand what goes into the job itself. Um, yeah. Career chats, we have like your brand, resume, interviewing, networking, all that good stuff. Um, and it's a it's on Slack, so it kind of builds this. Um, natural communication between anybody who wants to be involved. And finally, we all know that you were mentioning Forte, having your hive is so critical for your success. I mean, your community, right? When something goes bad, it's like, ah, right? They pull you off the ledge. So uh, um, I have five communities that you can join, both mentor and mentees. Uh, so we need mentors. As I mentioned, it's going to be a huge <laughs> mentor cohort. Uh, we just opened yesterday mentor registration. So go to cyversity.org and go to the find a mentor page. Um, that is open until the end of December 2022. So become a mentor. It's, it's really fun. We have a good time. And if you are wondering how to find a link to this because you couldn't spell it because it's an unusual word, go to wehackpurple.com slash podcasts. And there's there's going to be one called Olivia Rose. And guess what? It's going to be all about her. And in the show notes, we will have a link to this to make sure you get there. Perfect. And you also posted it on your Mentoring Mondays as well. So if you follow oh, yeah. on you, you'll have it there as well. Uh, and real quick, because I talked a lot about that, I just launched my own virtual CISO company, doing all things CISO, mostly on the strategic side, GRC, executive communications, assessments, all those, you know, compliance assessments that are really painful, maturity. I will do all of those for you. And as you can tell from my prior answer, I am very fun and somewhat easy to work with. But, you know, I... I try to get along. <laughs> I think that's that. really important. I think there are so many security people where they just fight all day, every day. Having one you can get along with is really nice. <laughs> I just, as I said before, I understand my position on the on the poll. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're gonna fire security before they fire a programmer, right? So 
but yeah, you can check it out at Rose, like the flower, rosecisogroup.com. So Rose, C-I-S-O group.com. And uh, just reach out, happy to chat with you um, and happy to refer you to others if I can't help you out. Awesome. And that link is definitely also going to be in the show notes and on the YouTube page. So if you're watching this video on YouTube, go down to the notes below this and that link is going to be there for you. Thank you so much, Olivia. This was so awesome. We've been trying to plan this for quite a while. So I really appreciate you making the time because you're starting a new business running this giant mentoring program. And thank you so much for fitting in the We Hack Purple podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. I've been so excited. And then when, once I was invited, I was like, so thank you so much. Big fan, like everybody is, of Tanya Janica, of course, the Canadian, uh, which who, whom we welcome as our own in the United States. <laughs> thank you. Okay, everyone, we will see you next time with another episode of the We Hack Purple podcast. Thank you, Olivia. Thank you.